Well, hello there, and welcome back to the long, le- long lost <laughs> showing up to life podcast and YouTube channel. My name is Art Burns, and I am back from a tour of COVID. That's right, Omicron, baby. It visited our family. It was last Saturday. Um, I did a, a workshop from 11.30 a.m. to 1.30 p.m. my time. And uh, it was by about 3.30 that I felt like, oh, man, I do not feel too good. By 5.30, I was in bed. <laughs> All right. Now, let me tell you a few things that I've learned about myself. Okay. Now I'm not giving any kind of medical advice. I'm not giving you any kind of, um, advice of any kind. I'm just going to tell you my personal experience for your understanding. That's it. Okay. Symptoms were relatively minor or mild, I should say. You know, it wasn't nothing, that's for sure. It definitely wasn't nothing. I definitely was sick. There's no question about it. The irony is that that, that day, the day that I got sick, or the day before I got sick, actually, my, my plan was to do a video about talking about mindfulness and health, right, and how I never get sick anymore. <laughs> so the universe gave me a little uh, a little shot to the arm there. <laughs> um, but, but it was actually my son who got sick that day before, so I didn't get to record video, and then by the next day I got sick. But that, that's just kind of funny. But but the thing is, though, <clears throat> that I really do believe that my, my symptoms were much lower than they could have been, than they probably would have been a few years ago or maybe 10 years ago, um, because of at least a very, very large, in very, very large proportion because of the mindfulness and compassion work that I do, okay? So let me tell you about why that is, right? As we know, as you've heard me say hundreds and hundreds of times now, stress opens us up to all kinds of illness, right? When we are in the stress response, you know, our body is in survival mode, okay? That means that, that things like your immune system are not really online at that moment. In fact, it's not that they're on, not online, they're actually online in a a miss, you know, uh, an inappropriate way, right? But but the, the point is, though, that you're you're not able to fight off infection when you're in the stress response. Ultimately, this can open you up to to much more severe illnesses, right? Like big ones, right? Chronic stress can do that. That's, you know, if you want to check out the book, When the Body Says No by Dr. Gabor Mate, uh, exploring the stress disease connection. Yeah, it's real. Okay, but then it doesn't just happen on that macro scale of things like autoimmune diseases, terminal cancers, things like that, but even on the scale of, you know, viral infections, right? And let me tell you what I mean by that. Okay, number one, first of all, I want to tell you that the last time that I was sick was January 2020, okay, a full two years ago. Okay, that's the last time I had any kind of illness symptoms at all. Okay, I'm talking about uh, anything more than just a, a mild little sore throat. Sometimes I might feel like, oh man, I feel like my body's fighting a, uh, an infection. Let me take a couple of vitamin C's. The next day I'm fine. <laughs> like that's literally as 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 severe as it's gotten for me. Now, backtrack, and this was the video that I was planning to make. Um, you know, the the day before last Saturday when I was when I fell ill. 
in the past, oh my gosh, I was the guy in the office that if somebody just said, oh, I'm not, I feel like a little scratchy throat on the other side of the office, I'd be sick that night, <laughs> right? Like I caught every single illness that was going around. And when I got sick, I would be sick for like two or three weeks. And I'm talking about just with a basic cold, right? The cold would turn into an upper respiratory infection and I would be hacking and, and just in misery for weeks. And this happened like every, at least once, maybe twice every season, every winter cold season, I mean. Okay, now, now it's not just the mindfulness and the stress, but it's also the diet, okay? And it's very important for you to understand that I live a completely plant-based diet, okay? I do not consume any dairy. I do not consume any eggs. I do not consume any meat. I will not even use a pan that has been used for any of that stuff, okay, without really washing it very well, okay? And that's, you know, that's been for 10 years now, okay? Now, why do I tell you that? Well, <laughs> partially I tell you that because my wife, over the last couple of years, she's gone back the other way, and she now, she she has a thing for cheese, you know, she that's just her, and she can't, you know, it's just really hard for her to live without cheese. And so she consumes dairy pretty regularly at this point. She also eats eggs, but I don't think that's much of the problem. She doesn't eat uh, meat, but she does engage in dairy, okay? Not necessarily milk, which is the more severe way to go. Like when you're drinking milk every day, oof, man, that, that just because what happens is with the, 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 the dairy, it causes mucus and inflammation in your body, right? And that's the way it works. And so, and again, of course, there's a spectrum, right? If you're just you know, if you're only having milk in your coffee, you know, never having any other dairy, then you're probably not so bad off, you know, but, but for most people, that's not the case. And for me, it was never the case. I mean, I would have, you know, cheese with just about every single meal. And then I would have ice cream and yogurt and milk in my coffee. I mean, I was just dairy all the time. I mean, I grew up, my mother always had a glass of milk on the table for you. You know, that was just the way we grew up, right? It was told that, that that's how we're, that's the way to health, right? About 10 years ago, I gave it all up, okay? And, and one night, when I got the, the pizza store, the pizza shops were closed where I lived at the time, so I went to like the late diner and, uh, and I got two grilled cheese sandwiches, one with bacon, one with uh, tomatoes, and I chowed them both down, like right there, I think in the parking lot. I think I ate them in my car because I was so hungry. And that was the last time I engaged in dairy on purpose. Now, there were a few times where I ate like, you know, like, oh man, that chocolate must have had, had dairy in it. And the way I knew that was because by the time I finished this little square of fudge that I had at the bagel shop that I used to run, like before I was even finished with it, I would feel my, you know, start to, to stuff up. Right? I mean, that's how severe it is, right? For me. Now, you process dairy the way you process dairy, right? But for me, my body does not process that stuff well at all, okay? I mean, I personally think that it's more universal than that, but, but let's just keep it as a subjective statement for now, okay? But here's the point that I want to make, okay, regarding COVID. And again, I'm not giving medical, inf uh, medical information or advice here. Okay, I'm just telling you what happened in my family, okay? My two children 
do not also eat any dairy. Okay, actually, that's not entirely true. Sometimes my my daughter might get like a, um, um, you know, she might eat real ice cream here and there, and she might. Um, She'll eat like a real pizza and that kind of stuff, uh, but it's very, very low, okay? And my son is dairy-free just like me for the most part, okay? Again, sometimes he'll have a slice of pizza or something like that, right? But he will as happily eat the vegan cheese pizza too, right? My daughter's a little more particular. So three of us have zero to minimal amounts of dairy that we eat, one of us has pretty high level of dairy that she eats, and that would be my wife. Three of us are unvaccinated. One of us is vaccinated. That's my wife. She got vaccinated because she had to go uh, take a plane to Canada to see her father, who was very ill at the time. He's since passed. I have to tell you, folks, okay? Now, again, I'm not, this is not, misinformation. This is not propaganda. This is not telling you anything about how the vaccine works. In fact, I think it's actually a, a, a proponent uh, uh, or a, um, a positive statement about the vaccine, okay? Because my wife had the worst illness out of all of us, okay? My kids, they both bounced back within two or three days each, Right, my son was literally 24 hours. He was back, back to normal. Like, can we go to the park? <laughs> you know, my daughter took maybe an extra day or two, right? And she kind of, you know, but but felt good, just like me. You know, it's like basically the symptoms that I experienced were basically um, Saturday I got ill. By the following Wednesday, so four or five days later, I was already doing work. Like I was already back to doing some appointments on a limited scale, right? I wasn't doing content because it felt like very, you know, very uncomfortable to sit here and, 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 and the one thing actually I do have to say that, uh, you know, anyway, let me go through the symptoms. <laughs> so, so the, the, the thing that I felt the most, well, first of all, I'll say that, that I've had colds that were a lot worse than what I just went through. Okay. No question about it. Like I told you, I used to go through a cold that would take three weeks, like every season, right? So overall, the symptoms were pretty mild, but the symptoms that were the most severe within that mild framework was basically the achiness, okay? The achiness and the fogginess. Like, I felt like I just couldn't, like, put thoughts together, right? I just felt very foggy in my mind, right? But other than that, the most severe symptom that I experienced was it was the achiness, right? That, that my joints felt achy, but but specifically also my skin, right? It felt like I was just like like the clothes on my skin felt like sandpaper, you know. But again, it lasted a few days. It wasn't severe. Like if I had a job that like I wasn't able to take off, I could have gone to work right away. Like that, that's really how I felt. Like if I had to, I could work. Right. Of course, you wouldn't want to. You wouldn't be spreading the virus and stuff like that. But I'm talking about capability wise. Right. It was not like I was. Yes, I was opting to spend time in bed to, to take care of myself and as a means of self-compassion and self-care. But if I had to, I could have gone to work like no question about it. Right. Like if, if that's the kind of job I had, I could have done that job. OK. <sighs> After about, 
you know, by the following Saturday, I was already doing my my workshop again. So one week I was back pretty much to normal. And then of course, Saturday and then Sunday was very busy because I was, you know, catching up on some, you know, canceled meetings and stuff. I was off Monday and Tuesday. And then yesterday I didn't do a video uh, because of some personal reasons. Um, so I was dealing with some trauma stuff surrounding my birthday, which was on Monday and the whole thing. So, so it was like, you know, you know, but, but I'm trying to tell you that like within a week, I was basically back to normal, you know, my wife on the other hand, right now, thankfully she's back to normal now. She's fine. Right. But the one vaccinated person in the, in the house, you know, is also the person who was not, who, who isn't, you know, mostly plant-based, right. She, she consumes a lot of dairy, as I said, and her symptoms were, I mean, pretty much the same, but like dialed up. Like if my symptoms, if I was putting myself at like a three, she was at 11. Like she was just, I can't, this is the worst. Oh, I'm dying. <laughs> of course she wasn't dying. She's fine now. And the duration, it lasted a little bit longer for her. tells you a lot, folks. It tells you a lot about the way our bodies can practice things. Now, the other thing that my, or the process things, but the other thing that my wife, the other difference between my wife and me is that she does not practice mindfulness or compassion. And she's getting it, she's getting into it. And by osmosis, or, you know, there's some, you know, she, you know, Thich Nhat Hanh has said this for a long time, that, that if you have a family where one person practices mindfulness, the rest of the family will become more mindful as a result, just, just automatically, just because of the influence of that one person, right? But she is not meditating every day, right? That's not her thing, right? <clears throat> I don't blame her. You know, it's hard to live with somebody like that at times, I'll admit, <laughs> but, but I don't blame her for it, right? That's her personal choice, right? But that's the thing, folks. Stress is a really big big deal for our bodies. And, and, and I believe, I truly believe that it was the, the reduction of the stress in my body and the reduction of the, the things like, you know, like dairy and, and that sort of congestion and inflammation that happens in our body when we consume a lot of that stuff. So that's my report from the front lines of Omicron here. At least I think it was Omicron. Now, now to be fair, I do believe that I had covid in the, I think I was the OG, right? Where I had it in, uh, in January of 2020. <laughs> that was the last time I got sick, as I mentioned a few minutes ago, right? And at that time, I was really sick, like really sick. Like I was, you know, walking around for three days with a blanket over me and just like, I can't, like, it's just, this is like the worst I've ever felt, <laughs> you know? And then I had a cough that lasted for like six weeks after that. And I'm pretty positive that that was COVID, you know, the original strain, right? This was really not a big deal. All right. So, so, you know, but again, let me, let me really make sure that I, I make the point about the vaccine. You see, like my wife, you know, she was, she was saying a few times, like when she'd look at me and she'd be like, how come you're not so sick? And I'm the one vaccinated. This is BS. This vax is making me sicker. And I was like, no, 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 no. The vax is not making you sicker, but imagine how much worse it could be right now if you weren't vaccinated. 
So the point is that the vaccine does the, what the vaccine does, and it's, it's been shown to be very effective in, in limiting the severity of the virus. It's been shown maybe not to be as effective as they'd hoped in, in preventing the spread of the virus and the contraction of the virus. Still has some impact on that, but not as fully as they had expected, which is cool. I mean, that's the way it works, you know. But the thing is that I think it's a lot more about our lifestyles, Okay, and I think that's what this this virus has exposed for a lot of people. I think it's exposed the fact that, you know, we're not in the best shape. <laughs> you know, we don't have the healthiest diets. And we're we're experiencing we do experience on a regular basis higher levels of stress than we should. And this is all stuff that's not new, right? This is not, you know, breaking news here. We've known about this for a long time. Specifically the stress. I mean, people have been studying stress for the last 50 years. Hans Seely was the, the pioneer of this in the 50s. <clears throat> That's 70 years ago, right? And so, and so I think it's, a, it's about, you know, just, you know, when, and, and, and I'm telling you this because, you know, obviously at this point, it feels like COVID is pretty much, you know, um, on its way out, right? I mean, you get this distinct feeling that we're coming out of the woods with regards to this whole thing. Like, and Omicron is the sign, right? That's what they've all been hoping for, that we're going to get to a point where this thing becomes much more virulent, but much less severe. And that's what Omicron seems to be, right? So that's great. But we shouldn't think that this is the last global pandemic that's going to happen. Right, because of the world, the way that world is connected, the way the world, the the way that we've we've kind of you know treated viruses, you know we've kind of you know there there's an opportunity for viruses to become stronger now because of our use of our overuse of things like antibiotics and stuff like that. Um, but again, let me not get into that. That's you know personal political views and stuff like that. But again, I think the important thing that we need to do right. Yes, follow the guidelines, of course. You know, if they say stay away from people, stay away from people, of course, right? But go go to the doctor and have a blood test done and find out where your vitamin levels are. That's another thing that I did a couple of years ago. I went to the doctor and they did a full screening and it was shown that that I had, it was just um, just vitamin D that I was a little low. Right, most of us are. We don't spend a lot of time outside these days, right? Especially not during the winter. And so, so vitamin D is something you gotta supplement. You got to. Also, as a vegan, B twelve is something that I have to supplement because it's not added to my food the way it is added to to meat, right? And so, and so, when we can do these things, when we can, you know, be aware of of our body chemistry in terms of minerals and, and vitamins, and then also take care of us, take care of ourselves. Limit your dairy intake. Consider taking some oat milk or some hemp milk in your coffee. You might be surprised at how tasty it is. When I went vegan, I was still drinking coffee. I haven't had coffee in years, but uh, probably about four years now, But which is incredible because I used to drink coffee like all day long, right? Now I drink tea. Um, so I've cut down the levels of caffeine, which causes stress in the body, right? And so, you know, it like stimulates or simulates stress in your body. And, and, and it does the same exact thing. Right. Like your your you know, your your body is still going through the process of, of all that blood being pushed out of where all your organs are and into your arms and legs and you know, 
all that, you know, high level of, of, of stress, that's really impacting our, our nervous, our uh, immune system. No question about it. Right. And so, and so again, the, the idea here is, you know, how healthy are we? How healthy are you? Because it's not, it's not really complicated. It really isn't. It's really just a matter of in every moment, am I making a choice that is going to benefit my health or am I making a choice that's going to be the detriment of my health? That's the question. It's a moment by moment experience. Do I have that piece of chocolate or do I have an apple? Do I decide to, um, you know, sit around all afternoon or do I make myself go out for a walk even though it's cold? What is my weight? Again, that's a big, big deal. And, and back when I used to get sick all the time, I was fully obese, folks. I mean, fully obese. I was 100 pounds overweight. Right now, I'm like on the cusp. I'm just shy of obese. I'm really just overweight, which is okay. Oh, it's not great. But again, if I had 100 pounds more on me, I might be sitting in a hospital right now with a tube down my throat. You know, that is still happening to a lot of people. But my, my point here is that, you know, we have a lot more influence on this than maybe we believe we do. And it's physical and it's also mental and emotional. All right. So check in with your diet. Check in with it. See, see, you know, just and, and really be curious about it. Right. Don't be rigid or chaotic, but just be curious about it and see if there's little changes that you can make. Really little tiny changes. Can you change one meal every day? So instead of maybe at lunch, you have a, a turkey sandwich with Swiss cheese and lettuce and tomato and Russian dressing on rye bread. That used to be my jam. It's delicious. But maybe instead of that every day, you have a salad with no dairy. Just one meal a day. Can you, you know, meditate for just five minutes every day? Can you practice loving kindness for those around you? Right? These little tiny changes can mean a huge thing in terms of your ability to, and it's not just the, the you know, pandemics and whatever, but it's also how can you handle the stress of the news these days, right? And we're going to get into that maybe tomorrow um, with what's going on in Europe right now, which is not the only thing that's going on in the world. I mean, anyway, we'll, we'll talk about that another time. But, but even managing that, right? Even managing the, what happens to your body when you turn on the news. That's important too. Okay? All right, folks. Well, I want to tell you it's great to be back. Um, you know, you can probably tell I'm still not quite 100%, so I don't want to, you know, mislead anybody in that sense either. Um, but I'm definitely 98%. And so I'm really looking forward to getting back into our regular uh, content. And so tomorrow I'll be back. All right? Thanks so much for listening. Thanks for watching. I wish you well. And I hope to see you soon. Take care.